And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and united. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Freedom Friday. Here we go, a little... Halloween to start the day. It's creepy. Injustice and inhumanity and torture and anger and hate. I believe in murder. I believe in pain. I believe in cruelty and infidelity. I believe in slime, stink, and in every crawling, putrid thing, every possible ugliness and corruption, you son of a bitch! I believe! It's so creepy. Ah, silly mean team. Hallow memes. You gotta love it. Hallow memes. Good morning, everybody. That was Phantom Shadow and uh, Lauren Eve there. Good morning. Good morning. Not only is it Freedom Friday, but it is the, uh, what is it? The Day of Jihad. Are we all, are we all ready? Are we all strapped up and ready for the, uh, for the crazy Hamas terrorists to come running through our communities, just, you know, causing all kinds of havoc. Give me a break. If, you, if you're living in, in fear and paranoia, you have a problem. Just, again, I don't know how many times I said it this week. Situational awareness. Whether there's threats out there or not, you should always be aware of your surroundings. You don't have to live in paranoia or in fear, but just know what the hell's going on on around you at all times you know no ways to keep your family safe i'm not gonna sit here and talk about canned food and guns all morning just you know you know you know good morning everybody happy jihad oween it's jihad oween that's a good one rocket i like that 
I got everybody in the chat. Rocket Laura Ann is AP unfiltered. Blue Boy Life. I didn't call you Blue Boy Life today. See? Gulfstream. Where have everybody? A bunch of people in the chat. Caliber, good morning. Buckfight, and there he is. The chat's the chat's getting started. Anyway. Another great Freedom Friday. Don't forget, join us tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. James Curry and I, Freedom Friday. We'll be talking all things how Trump was right about everything. Plus, you know, what other, whatever other crap is happening around the country and the world, most likely. We got a lot before we get into some stuff. You know, there's just all kinds of nonsense with the, uh, the crooked Biden administration and everything else. Before we get into some some uh, interesting issues, hit the thumbs up. If you're not hitting the thumbs up, you're a fed. Come on, tickle the algorithm a little. It helps in the rumble world. It really helped yesterday. Yesterday's video, I couldn't believe when I woke up this morning. I think it's the the uh, most highly watched video. It was like 30, I think it was 35, almost 36,000 views yesterday's video. I don't even know how that happened. Typically, we're getting like, between four and eight, nine, maybe. I think one has 17, another has 11. When one had 17, I was at 17,000 views. I was like, oh, shit. I don't know. I woke up this morning, and it was like 35 and change. So whatever we're doing, I guess we're doing it right. So just keep hitting the thumbs up, please. It's really helping. And maybe we'll get some uh, more like-minded patriots like yourselves in the chat because we got something great going. And, uh, yeah, we are. We're, we're making waves. We are. I guess throughout the day, people are seeing it. Some people have told me that while we're live, uh, the show is getting recommended in the uh, in the first, like first ten or fifteen, sometimes even the top five live shows on Rumble in this time slot, maybe. So let's keep it going. And I think the only way we're going to be able to keep it going or increase it more is if you're sharing the show and the videos and the Rumble channel and hitting the like button. <clears throat> we got to get more people smashing that thumbs up button. But uh, the more people you tell about it, and I know I get messages from a, a few of you saying, hey, you know, we're sharing the show high and low, and it's great, and I I, I really appreciate it. It helps, and uh, that's why I'm uh, doing it every day. Because if uh, no one was watching, well, I probably wouldn't be doing it, but this is great. Yes, I can confirm the show has been put on the front page on a couple occasions, including yesterday. Oh, I didn't even notice it yesterday. That's awesome. Uh, AP Unfiltered is on top of everything. He's just just on top of it. He's always sending me info and stuff, so I love it. Laura, thank you for sharing it on X every day. I appreciate it. Even if you got, I don't know, anybody out there has an email list they of patriots. I know some people keep an email list of like like-minded people. Blast it out there, whatever it is. Text it to people. Hey, you better watch this video. They got pictures of your mom naked. Make them click on it. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Don't do that. That's horrible. That's horrible. Anyway, all right. Listen, it's Freedom Friday. We know the show. Every show for the past, I don't know, week or so has been going over an hour. But on Fridays, it's planned anyway. I have a bunch of stuff. We'll see how long it takes us to get through. And uh, let's have some fun. Keep the chat going. You got something in the chat, I'll try to... Uh, I'll try to catch it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, don't be a fed. Hit the like button. 
And how about this? Let's see. What do we got first? How about if you're stuck in Israel as an American and you call the State Department? The Biden regime wants to force Americans trapped in Israel to sign promissory notes to repay all travel costs if you decide to be rescued from war-torn Middle East, Gaza, Israel, by the U.S. government. Yes, yes, you heard that right. Your government wants you to sign promissory notes. I can't even say it without laughing. They want you to pay a rescue fee. It's like adopting a dog, but you have that extra fee you have to pay. Like, I I know I'm adopting the dog, so it shouldn't cost me anything, or I'm rescuing the dog, but you got to pay this fee and this fee, the immunization fee, the registration fee, and it ends up costing you $100 or more anyway to rescue the dog. Well, if you're an American citizen in in war-torn Israel and Gaza and you want to be rescued by your own government, you have to sign a promissory note to reimburse the United States government for all travel costs, even though most of the bombs and weapons that are being used in that war-torn area are probably or most likely 100% funded by the United States government. Yeah, it's clown world. Could you imagine? Good morning, Star Walker 77. Good to see you there. In a time when Americans in Israel are relying on their government for support and protection, the, can you imagine? The U.S. State Department, Consular Affairs, Crisis Management System, they got a fancy name. You have to pay for that name, though. Has left many American citizens hanging in the wind, demanding them to sign promissory notes as a precondition for any assistance in evacuating from the crisis-hit region. I want to note, and I I covered this, was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday, the day before. Congressman Representative Corey Mills out of the state of Florida, former military, who has been successfully extracting and rescuing trapped Americans from Israel that are hunkered down, sheltering in place after they were told the State Department has no assistance for them because the Biden regime had Biden regime had nothing set up. Corey Mills, as of yesterday, rescued and extracted 77 Americans out of Israel. Biden administration, the U- United States government has rescued zero. Corey Mills isn't making anybody sign promissory notes to get them out of the country. And the United States government wants to charge United States citizens to get them out of the country. I can't even believe we're talking about this. The so-called assisted departure options were outlined in an email sent to American citizens stranded in the Middle Eastern nation, stating that the United States government would offer loans for transportation. Loans. Well, thank you. Thank you for that, Joe Biden, you fucking scumbag. The Biden regime's assistance to Americans wishing to depart Israel will come at a financial cost. Specifically, the email states that departure assistance is provided via a loan from the United States government, which requires travelers to sign a promissory note and agreement to repay. Prior to departure, what happens if you sign it and then not pay? What do they do? Does Merrick Garland and his DOJ cronies come after you and arrest you for not reimbursing the United States government for them to rescue you from a war-torn country? Hmm. 
The email read as follows. The situation is in Israel is still unpredictable. Mortar and rocket fire, U.S. funded, may take place without warning. Please continue to follow the instructions of security and emergency response officials. Commercial flights are available but limited. If you wish to leave Israel, we encourage you to take advantage of those options now. U.S. carriers have temporarily suspended flights to Israel. If you choose to depart, you will need to fly to an intermediate location and book onward travel from there to the United States. We understand there is a high demand from U.S. citizens wishing to depart, and the flight options are reduced. In the coming days, we hope to assist United States citizens with transportation options to depart Israel. Due to the large number of U.S. citizens indicating interest in departure assistance, we will plan to offer transit over several days. If you, use, if you choose to take this departure assistance, transportation may be by air or sea and will be to a nearby safe location and not to the United States. Travelers should be prepared to arrange their own lodging at the safe location and pay for their own onward travel from the third country to their chosen destination. Departure assistance is provided via a loan from the U.S. government, which requires travelers to sign a promissory note and agreement to pay prior to departure. Now, you can come to the United States illegally, break every immigration law possible, commit other crimes on the way, maybe rape a few kids in the desert, come on over, get new clothes, get a credit card, get a debit card, get a cell phone, get whatever the fuck you want, and then get free travel to any destination sanctuary city you want in the United States, plus free lodging most likely from that city or the United States government, and not have to pay a dime. And you don't have to get vaccinated. You don't have to prove vaccinations. You can send your kids to school for free here in the United States, and they don't have to prove vaccinations, and they get everything handed to them. But a United States citizen stuck in a war-torn country in the Middle East that was funded by the United States government directly and indirectly, you have to sign a promissory note for us to come and rescue you. That sounds fair, doesn't it? Hmm. Well, well, God bless America. <gasps> and this is part, this tweet that I'm pulling up right now is the actual, oh, it's from that email, cacms at state.gov. And it's everything that I just read. And that's the official email, assisted departure. Would you just look at it? Could you imagine? I mean, can you imagine? The communications manager at the American Accountability Foundation, Yitz Friedman, shared a harrowing tale of his experience while trapped in Israel in an ex-post. Friedman brought to light the abysmal failure of the United States State Department to aid its citizens in the crisis situations. I told the story where Corey Mills ended up making me Rescue, we'll call it, the extraction of the United States citizens, 77 of them. None of them had to pay, you know, anybody. They didn't have to pay Corey Mills to get rescued. Uh, Corey Mills did it for free. The United States government wants to charge you the rescue fee. it's It's just wild. It's wild. So they called the State Department and the person on the phone, and I got this firsthand from the person involved. They were told by the State Department, well, 
the Biden administration has nothing set up. We can't do anything for you. So wherever you are, wherever you are safe, hunker down, shelter in place, and call back. We'll figure it out, maybe. It calls back. And now they have the elaborate plan of pay to get rescued. Friday the 13th, head on a swivel. It's National Day of Jihad. Give me a fucking break, these people. Freeman and his wife found themselves trapped in Israel after the original flight back to the U.S. was canceled. When they reached out to the U.S. Embassy for assistance, Freeman recounts that they were basically told to pound sand. Sorry, we got nothing for you. My wife and I have finally gotten ourselves on the way home from the United States to the United States from Israel after days of fear and tremendous anxiety. Our original flight was canceled. While Poland, Hungary, Brazil, Romania, and other countries sent planes to bring their citizens home from the war zone, our government told us to fend for ourselves. Sound familiar? Afghanistan. I literally called our embassy asking for help and was essentially told to pound sand. Is this what it means to be an American abroad? Basically. Even if you're, you know, whatever it is. Almost all American airlines received taxpayer bailouts, and they were the first to abandon us. They were the first to cancel all flights. Yeah, how many, how many flights, how many airlines received taxpayer bailouts? And they canceled the flights. First one, sorry, we can't go there. Not the first time the Biden regime abandoned its citizens, according to the report by the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. Up to 9,000 Americans were left behind in Afghanistan to fend for themselves against the Taliban in 2022. But then the Biden regime said, well, not everybody wanted to come home. Contrary to the unhelpful stance of the current United States administration and the American Airlines, Friedman expressed his gratitude towards former President Donald Trump's foreign policy initiatives, specifically highlighted, highlighted the Trump-brokered Abraham Accords, which paved the way for diplomatic relations between Israel and the United Arab Emirates. Whoa, what? Donald Trump, the the four-time indicted who has 91 counts against him, his policies are still helping people? He's such an evil man. So evil. Donald Trump saves the day. Again. According to Freeman, if it weren't for the Abraham Accords, the option to fly to a friendly Arab country during a time of war would have been unthinkable. Instead, he and his wife were able to leave Israel via an Emirates flight passing through multiple armed military checkpoints to reach the airport and ultimately finding safety in Dubai. I would like to thank President Trump. After days of fear and anxiety in Israel, I am finally on my way home to the U.S. Almost every airline canceled all flights, including our flight home. We were, sh we were, sh we, we were sure what to do, Friedman wrote. Luckily, one, if the few airlines still running flights in Emirates, my wife and I just flew from Tel Aviv, passing three or four armed military checkpoints to get to the airport, and are now safe in Dubai waiting for a connecting flight to the United States. If not for the Trump-Abraham Accords, this would be unthinkable. There would be no flights from Israel to the United Emirates. To be able to fly to a friendly Arab country even when American flights won't dare at a time of war, is miraculous. Thanks to Trump's efforts, thousands of American citizens have a way home 
from a very dangerous situation. Even as, even as it seems the Middle East is imploding, the historic peace agreement is making things a little better, he wrote. And there's this tweet. I'd like to thank President Trump. Imagine that. President Trump comes through again. And he hasn't been in office in what? Going on three years. It's get fucked Fridays. You guys, you guys are just savages in the chat. Savages. Good morning, Jonathan Allen. Yeah, you're late. You're fucking late. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. No Hogman in the chat yet? Oh, well, we'll have to scold him if he pops in. In any case, pay for rescuing or, as we like to say in our chat on MAGA mornings, get fucked. That's pretty much what the Biden regime is telling everybody. And we do have apparently quite a, a, a number, a, quite a decent amount, large number, not 9,000 of Americans being held hostage or conditions unknown in and around Israel and Gaza. So what they're saying now, so there's two articles with this one. One might be updated. This was the original one. White House, a number of Americans being held hostage in Israel. Their conditions unknown. But when we find them, and if they have the money to pay us, we will bring them home. Work a man's a sucker, Jonathan Allen. But you, you keep working. For the amount of cigars that you buy, you keep working, my friend. You, you get a pass. <laughs> now everybody's on the get fucked wagon in the chat. I love it. I love it. Yeah, reminder, all subscriptions to Rumble channels through the end of the year, 100% goes to the creator. I think after the first of the year, Rumble takes a small percentage, which I understand. So we do have a few people that subscribe to $5 a month, and when they're in the chat, they're usually highlighted. So if you do subscribe for the $5 a month through the through the Rumble channel, first of all, I appreciate it, but but second of all, that money's not going in my pocket to go buy, you know, guns and sandwiches. That money's either going to go towards something that we're funding at the time, whether it's a January 6th uh, Christmas drive for the gift cards, or if the, if the uh, issue arises where it has to go back into the show for some sort of production or tech issue or something like that for an upgrade, then it would go to that to keep the show running smoothly. It's not nothing I'm profiting off of because... You know, I, I profit enough with my other endeavors. So if you want to take five bucks away from some retard candidate that you're funding who's doing nothing and give it to my channel, again, that money is going to go towards good things, um, not towards some bad habit or anything like that. So keep that in mind if you feel the need to join the other people that have already and join the Rumble channel for five bucks a month. It does go a long way. It helps. And uh, all this, this entire show, everything, the production, the equipment, everything that I do, it's all obviously funded by me. I don't have show sponsors that pay me any money. I self-sponsor with my business. So it's all just me. I'm not these, you know, Dan Bonginos and Ben Shapiro cucks that, you know, grab thousands of dollars for, uh, for sponsors and things like that. I don't have a gold company that's paying me $6,000 a month to talk about their gold. Yeah, it's about what they pay shows. So when you hear these companies going, 
buy buy gold from Gold Co. and all this. I found out from a few other show hosts that they pay them six grand a month. So I don't I don't get that. Nor do I really want it. So fuck them. Anyway. Number of Americans being held hostage in Israel. Their conditions unknown. The White House said on Wednesday that 17 Americans are currently unaccounted for are missing in Israel. And a number of them have been taken hostage in Israel. But that it had very little information about them. I believe that number has increased. And I believe the death toll is up around 25 or 27 so far of Americans. We know that a number of those Americans are being held hostage right now by Hamas. John Kirby, White House coordinator for strategic communication said during a briefing on Wednesday when he's not crying and trying to coordinate things, that little piece of shit. Give me a break. He couldn't coordinate himself out of a gay bar. And I'm sure he spends a lot of time in them. I think we all need to see steal ourselves for the very distinct possibility that these numbers will keep increasing and that we may in fact find out that more Americans are part of the hostage pool. Well, well, when literally you're not really doing anything for them, you're not, you don't have people there looking for them. You have a congressman taking it upon themselves to look for them. And uh, then when you're the ones that you know are there, you're sending out emails to people saying, yeah, if you want to get rescued, it's going to cost you. So now, of course, because I got rid of it, give me one second because I have to find something here. Give me one second, and I found it. Now, what's interesting is all of these. Here, actually, I want to hit this first. Reports up to 600 Americans estimated in Gaza with ground offensive near. Why any American would actually want to be in Gaza, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the region. It is what it is, but. Oh, that would be cool, too. AP Unfiltered, we're talking about subscribing. There'll be some um, emojis or whatever that you can use if you're a sub only. And uh, we, we might, um, I want to think of some other things to do if you're, if you're a subscriber to the, to the show. Additional content or something like that. You got to figure all that out. A get fucked fed shirt. <laughs> Get fucked fed in the 1776 live t-shirt. Oh my God. Can you imagine? You can't have to walk. Would you walk around in public with a shirt that said get fucked on it? I think a lot of people would, but I don't know. And I personally wouldn't. It's just whatever. Anyway. 600 Americans estimated in Gaza with ground offensive near. Again, I don't know why so many Amer. I don't know why anybody, if you're not living there, would want to go there or whatever. The Biden administration estimates there are 500 to 600 American citizens in the Gaza Strip, but some looking for safe passage out, according to two reports. Now, I again, if they're there, I would be terrified, and I would I would be digging bunkers as deep as I could to to stay away from Hamas terrorists, obviously. But what are we doing to get them out besides sending an email saying that you have to sign a promissory note to get out of the area? A senior administration official told the Wall Street Journal that they are talking intensively. Well, at least they're talking, and, and, and the talking is intense with Egypt and Israel about arranging safe passage out, including over the border into Egypt, where they'll probably just most likely get kidnapped and held for ransom. Realize we gave, we gave 
we gave Iran five of their detainees. They gave us five, I believe. And in return also because they said, well, this was the deal we were able to strike. We had to unfree $6 billion of their assets, which, by the way, finally, five or six days later, after all this happened, the attack, the Qatari bank, now whether we believe it or not, how are we going to know as Joe Blow citizens, but we're told by our government and by the, the, the media outlet that that $6 billion has, be, has been refrozen, yet even – calls from Democrats saying, listen, I, I'm in support of freezing the $6 billion, refreezing it again. They should not have access to it. But, I mean, it's not going to really stop them. And I'm sure there'll be some other deal down the road that they'll re- unfreeze it again, like if they have hostages. If Iran is involved or... Well, we know they're involved. There's no evidence they have direct involvement. Just go stroke someone else with that bullshit. Because if they're American citizens being held hostage and they know all they have to do, especially under a Biden administration, like an Obama administration, listen, we will release these American hostages, but each each hostage is worth a billion dollars. Each hostage is worth whatever X amount of $100 million, what will you do to get them back? Because that's their attitude also. That's everybody's attitude in all these weird third world countries that kidnap Americans. It's either the government's going to pay or a well-off family is going to pay. So go stroke off Michelle Obama. Yeah. So pay to get rescued. Or, if you're a hostage, we'll see how much your life is worth to the United States government. How much more money can they milk out of us because we're so vulnerable and set a precedence that we will pay for hostages? You have 600 Americans in Gaza. How many of them are alive? How many of them are dead? How many of them are, have been captured? And how much money is it going to cost to get us? Or, listen... We're sending assets there already. We have assets there already. There are special forces on the ground in Israel there. Not quite sure what they're doing, but it's confirmed that they're there. Hey, there he is. Good morning, Hog. We were just talking about you. But, yeah, freezing their accounts again may be what triggers Iran involvement. But Iran's already involved, but maybe publicly. I mean, we, we know Iran's involved. We know that. We know it. There's no way around it. Indirectly, directly. They are involved. Carl Higby, former Navy SEAL, turned Newsmax um, commentator, show host, he went on uh, a little rant before his report the other day. I believe it was on either the 11th or the 12th, yesterday or the day before. Let's, Let's listen and hear what he has to say. I come on here every night as an anchor and give you the news. But before all that, for nine years, I kicked in thousands of doors and I called in a lot of airstrikes in countries that hate us. So I'm going to tell you what it's going to take to get our people back. A month ago, Biden sent a message to the world that each hostage is worth about a billion dollars. That's what the global takeaway was from his recent prisoner exchange with Iran. That's not lost on Hamas either. So those hostages are multipurpose, though. 
Hamas militants know that if they have hostages, Israel, and especially America, will be less likely to take out whole city blocks until we can confirm where our people are. And this is where our intel community comes in. You can have all the SEALs, Delta, planes, bombs, carriers, or whatever you want, but until you know where to direct those resources, it's useless. I, I have friends that I've served with that are now in this community that I've spoken to. They're really good at what they do. But the only thing we're better at is killing bad guys, breaking their stuff, and getting our people back. Hamas just lit a fire they can't put out. These fanatic savages say they're going to die for their, their ideology. Well, consider your invitation accepted. You know, I generally don't have a lot of good things to say about the Biden administration, but I think they're at least making the right move to start here. Activating SOCOM, our SEALs, Delta guys, to go get our people, I think that's the right move. But let me tell you how this is going to play out in real life. This is not a video game. You have heavily armed opposition barricaded, obviously, with the same weapons we do, thanks to Biden leaving them in Afghanistan, by the way. The odds are about 10 to 1 against anyone going up against that. But our guys, we train 18 hours a day, seven days a week, 11 months out of the year to beat those odds. We're going to blow your door through the back of your house with enough C4 to make Wiley Coyote jealous. <laughs> we can secure an entire house in a matter of seconds, and most of these savages won't even get a shot off. This is what happens when you allow my fraternity to do our job. And these cowards think they're going to ambush on, the, on us on the way out? Let me introduce you to enough close air support to register on the Richter scale. That's our strength, not diversity. That is why we are back-to-back -back World War champions. When you unleash the dogs of war, we will get the job done. If Biden gives the green light to this, our people are coming home. Hamas's only decision is how many of them are willing to die before they do that. But here's what every warfighter wants to know right now. The people jockeying up in the middle of the night, carrying out these orders, need to know that politicians have our backs on the ground, period, full stop. Right, good luck with that. There, there may be collateral damage, and I don't want to see these waffle politicians turning on the very people that they just sent into harm's way to go get our people. They will. If our troops need to drop a building to stop some incoming fire. I want that soft-handed, fancy-suit politician to hand them a medal, not a court-martial from some armchair analyst quarterback. Yep. Analysts write papers on stuff they read about, about stuff that I did. So you better listen to me on this one. Because some of the people you might send are my friends. This happened to me. They sent me in to get a guy that killed thousands, some of which were Americans. And they court-martialed us for war crimes when we did. For capturing a terrorist who hung and burned American contractors. The same people who have our citizens, in, have our, had our people in Iraq, have these people now. That's who we're going to get. And I'm talking to you in D.C. You better check that bleeding heart at the door, especially you Democrats. <laughs> this war, though, it's not bound for distant shores. Our borders have been wide open for the last three years. We airlifted tens of thousands of people out of Afghanistan that were brought here. Many of them, we have no idea who they were. New All York has now elevated its threat level. And the leader of Hamas just called for a global day of jihad this Friday. So how about this? How about you come meet me and my people face to face, not from your bunker on your anonymous YouTube channel. <laughs> you want to conduct your jihad here in my backyard? Who do you think you're talking to? We're Americans. We don't live in fear. We have risen to every challenge over the last 250 years. 
Our president may be a houseplant, but do not underestimate the reality that we own half the world's firearms, many of which are in the hands of a, over 20 million plus able-bodied veterans that wouldn't hesitate to drop someone for trying to harm our families. Fact. You want to mess around in my house? About to find out. Fact. Fact. Carl Higby, a former and retired Navy SEAL, the guy means business, and uh, he's right about a lot of things. Biden left all of those weapons for Afghanistan. They're using those weapons. They will use those weapons against Americans. And if they do give the go-ahead for the special forces to go in and start extracting Americans and there is collateral damage, how can we trust this government now to not arrest special forces members for war crimes and for, you know, give out court martials and ruin their lives for going and protecting American citizens when on the other hand, the State Department wants to charge them for it. N none of it, none of it makes sense. But this is... This is where they're at. So 600 Americans estimated in Gaza in the heart of the war zone that's being pounded by Israel. Our borders are open. Today's the day of jihad. And I haven't, you know, as of this morning, I haven't really seen anything happening here. There was some rumblings about a stabbing in Beijing. Um but unconfirmed if it had anything to do with this or, or, or uh, possibly some something in France. But again, I care about what's happening here, and I haven't seen anything yet. If anybody catches anything during the show, if you happen to have your eye on anything, let me know. But the kidnapping of our people is, is big because they know they most likely will get something out of it, and the only thing they should be getting is bullets to the face. Send in the killdozer. Oh, my God. I think the military should have, you know, 100 killdozers, just like that. But now, instead, you know, a little off topic. I wasn't going to get into this, but I saw something. I don't know where it was. Joe Rogan talking about it, I believe. So Because he had, he had, I think it was him. He had said, the military is looking, there are people in the military that are looking to um, have electric, can you imagine having electric tanks? Electric tanks. Can you imagine? You're in a war zone, and you're literally there with a giant gun on an electric tank, killing people, but you're doing it, you know, in an environmental-friendly tank. But... You're going to have to go to the local charging station in the, in, in the war zone. They're going to have to have, like, portable charging stations. Listen, I got to go charge my tank. So I, I got to go to the charging station to charge my tank before we continue the defense or invasion or whatever the hell that we're doing. Could you imagine electric tanks? I'm sure the sound of the electric tank will really scare people. If I was a tank operator in the military and they gave me an electric tank, I would have a giant boom box, like giant, on the tank, 
just with a really loud tank engine and how a tank really sounds. So like the tank will be sounding like the real tank will be like, that's the electric tank. And then you have the, the boom box and it's like, you know, that, that rolling thunder coming through electric tank with a big ass extension cord. Oh my God. We can have a fleet of kill dozers in a week. We could, can you imagine electric tanks? I can't. Electric tanks and electric Blackhawks. Yeah. Can we make can we make electric F-35s? F-35 fighter jets that can't be hacked on autopilot? We still didn't really get an explanation of what happened there, right? With a gas generator to charge it. I'm all for the Killdozer Squadron, too. Oh, man, it's like a tank Roomba. I can't. I got to go plug in my tank. I can't. Holy shit. Can you imagine? Sherman, whatever it is, Abrams tanks, just, yeah, I got to go plug in. Wow. What is going on in the world? What is happening to the people in our country and the government? Electric tanks? We're going to charge you for rescue in a war-torn area. And we're not going to take any accountability for anything that has happened with the $6 billion unfrozen to Iran, with the 80, what is it, $80 billion or whatever it is in equipment left to Afghanistan that the Taliban is selling off to enemy nations and funding terrorist organizations to fight Americans. Oh, <sighs> God, I like that tank room. That should be a shirt. Like United States Electric Tank Division. And they all like they all come off like the the Roomba charging stations. Hold on, terrorist. I gotta go recharge my tank. Oh my god. And then with all of this, with the six billion dollar gift to Iran, that again, because I think as of yesterday evening, the report came out that they refroze the six billion dollars but did they electric tank climate change friendly <laughs> my patriot cigar stickers it was funny yesterday i was thinking of because every time you order cigars there's there's a, a couple stickers that come with it like at least three and i was thinking about doing other types of stickers sending it out with it <laughs> electric tank sticker or something anyway how about this with the six billion secretary of state Cuck boy, Tony Blinken, blames Trump for Biden's $6 billion gift to Iran. And we're going to, it's in the article, but I want to remind everybody that the bank account that that is in was actually done by the Obama administration. Yeah. Mexican Braveheart stickers. Oh, I can't. Mexican Braveheart. Surge the border. It's Mexican Braveheart. Put all the hipsters in the electric tanks. Put all the hipsters under the electric tanks. But if it's an electric tank, I don't think it could handle running them all over. Secretary of State Blinken on Thursday blamed Trump for Joe Biden's $6 billion gift to Iran. The Hamas attack against Israel comes just weeks after Biden released $6 billion in funding to Iran. The Biden administration has issued a waiver for banks to transfer $6 billion in frozen Iranian oil funds without fear of U.S. sanctions, a key step in securing the release of five American citizens detained in Iran. So each one of those American citizens, well, whatever it was, cost a billion dollars and change each. People familiar with the matter said, okay, 
As a part of the arrangement, the administration will release five Iranian citizens detained in the United States. Over the weekend, Joe Biden's <clears throat> spokesman went into damage control after Hamas surprise ambushed Israel in a horrific terror attack. National security spokesman Adrian Watson said the $6 billion in funds given to Iran have absolutely nothing to do with Saturday's terror attacks, and anyone who challenges this narrative is spreading disinformation because of the fact that no one physically took that money out of the bank, but it is a credit line. It is there. It's fungible. It's there, knowing that they're going to spend it on anything they want anyway under the guise of humanitarian efforts. So it's not disinformation. We embolden them and enrich them because they're probably just going to use that for their nuclear uh, weapons program. I can't comment on 2024 because of the Hatch Act, but I can clarify the facts. Not a single cent from these funds has been spent. And when it is spent, it can only be spent on things like food and medicine for the Iranian people. This is what this moron spokesman, Adrian Watson, said. Do you think this spokesperson believes that? Honestly, in their heart of hearts, believes that Iran is so truthful, even though they're the biggest manipulators in the world when it comes to everything, that they'll only spend it on food and medicine and humanitarian efforts for the Iranian people. They really think we're that stupid. These funds have absolutely nothing to do with the horrific attacks today. And this is not the time to spread this information. No, this is the time to spread what it actually is, that you guys fucked up and gave them $6 billion that you have no clue, proof, or facts of what they're going to do with it. It's also Trump's fault. Blinken yesterday, Thursday, blamed Trump and claimed the $6 billion Biden gave to Iran is in Qatar. He said the account set up for Iran was set up by the Trump administration. Well... That is a lie because the account, in fact, was set up under Barack Obama. It was set up by Section 1245 of the FY2012 NDAA that mandated its creation and set the parameters of its usage. From former State Department advisor on Iran, Gabriel, Gabriel Norona said on Thursday, Obama is the one who signed that bill into law. We had to follow it and did so in a way that minimized Iran's revenue, he said. And here's this Gabrielle Narona. The account wasn't even set up under Trump. It was set up under that section I just mentioned that mandated its creation and set the parameters of usage. Obama signed it into law. You had to follow the law. <laughs> even if the actual dollars haven't hit Iran yet, they know the money is coming. This frees up Iran's other money to be used to fund terrorism. Fund terrorism with the money on hand. That's $6 billion that you're only able to be used for humanitarian efforts, food and medicine, we will get eventually. Spending money before you have it. It is what it is. And here's Secretary Blinken blaming Donald Trump. Listen to this cuck. With regard to the, uh, the $6 billion, first, uh, again, it's always worth repeating the facts because unfortunately the facts get lost along the way. Uh, the money that Iran accrued in bank accounts, in this case in, in South Korea, uh, for the sale of its oil, 
uh, was done pursuant to an arrangement established by the previous administration. Lie. Trump administration. Lie. None of the funds that have now gone to Qatar have actually been spent or accessed in any way uh, by Iran. Indeed, funds from that account are overseen by the Treasury Department, can only be dispensed for humanitarian goods, Bullshit. food, medicine, medical equipment, Bullshit. and never touch Iranian hands. Bullshit. Um, we have strict oversight of the funds, <laughs> and we retain the right to freeze them. Uh, <laughs> we have strict oversight of the funds. Like strict oversight of the funds that have gone to Ukraine over the past year? What, the $113 billion or more? Is it as strict as, as, as that oversight, I'm wondering? Probably. Probably as strict as that oversight. Again, Biden's State Department tried to blame Trump for the $6 billion in funds gifted to Iran. But Associated Press's reporter, Matt Lee, blew up that narrative big time and basically scolded the State Department about the money that Joe Biden unfroze. The bank accounts were made under the Biden, the Obama administration and switching the narrative. Yeah, the Iranian nuclear deal loosened sanctions and now allows for major wealth generation for the state of Iran, which directly funds their mission of annihilating Jews and Americans. And who took us out of the... Who took us out of the Iran nuclear deal, people? Who took us out? Who was it? Was it that four-time indicted big bad orange boogeyman that took us out of the Iranian nuclear deal? Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Do I need to get fact-checked? Who, 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 who put us back in? Well, yeah, Matt Lee from the uh, State Department. I mean, I'm sorry, Matt Lee from the um, AP, American Press, went kind of a little back and forth with uh, State Department spokesman Matt Miller. Let's... Uh, you guys are saying, yes, maybe that specific dollar with that serial note, uh, the serial number, uh, or that euro with that serial number on it can't be used to fund terrorism. But the fact of the matter is, and you guys know this, no. is that it allows, or it frees up money that Iran has already inside its own country to yep. use for other things. So they don't have to spend that money on So let me non-sanctioned items. Let me say two things about that. One, the reason I read this exact quote is I have heard a number, a, a, a fair bit of criticism about this money, including from the person who said this in November of 2018. And I thought it was fair to point out that this money was first allowed to accrue into these accounts under the Trump administration. Well, and that's, and that's a point you did. And there are a number of people who have had a lot to say about this the, uh, the last few days who have conveniently forgot that fact, which is why I thought it was important to remind the world. The second thing I will say is that Iran has, who set of course, up the bank always funded terrorism. Uh, they have always funded malign activities in the region, and that's why we have always taken action to hold them account. But this uh, money can only be used for humanitarian purposes. Not a cent of it has been fro has been spent but at this point, and we have the ability to freeze it at any time. That is, that is not the criticism that you're I, getting. The criticism you're getting is that that, that is that this allow that this frees up money inside Iran to, that they can use for 
malign purposes. As, exactly. As you said. And there is just no evidence that that is accurate. When we have well, seen, when we have seen, when we have seen, when we have the evidence. So the, you say that there's no evidence that Iran has used money over the course of the last month or month and a half since, since the money arrived, month the, since the money arrived in Qatar. Uh, to to uh, uh, to send to Hamas. Can you say Iran that? You has know? funded terrorism before these accounts were established. That's your during evidence. The Trump administration. No. They have funded terrorism after these accounts were established in the the Trump administration. They he just lied there too because the accounts were not established during the Trump administration. The accounts were established signed into law by the Obama administration, which means they were law. The Trump administration was forced to use those accounts. Now. Or, or whatever whatever the proper words were, but he lied. First, they say that Iran has a history of funding bad things, terrorism. We have no evidence that they did it this time. How would they even know? How would they know? Do we have a State Department or a, a, an American government uh, being counter there? Take an account of Iran's current money, not the money that's fro that was unfrozen in this account. Do we have a bean counter there? No. We probably have a bean thrower there throwing money at them. It's... Uh... It will no doubt continue to fund terrorism in the future, there which is go. why we have sought to hold them accountable. With respect to this money, it cannot be used for anything but humanitarian purposes. We have strict oversight. We have strict visibility. And if we see it being used for anything else, we can shut it down. And be hey, yeah, you're, you're deflecting and missing the point. You gave them a credit line. They know that money is sitting there. They know it's unfrozen or it will be unfrozen at some point. So the money that they have now on hand that they would use for maybe food and medicine for their people. I don't know how Iran treats their people. No, do I really give a shit. They're going to use that money that they have on hand to fund nefarious activities against the United States or whoever else, Israel. They said in their parliament, the Iranian parliament, by 2040, they want to annihilate Israel. They hate America. They think, they think you're stupid. The United States government thinks they're convinced that you are stupid. That is the fact. And again, the report is now that it, the money was quietly refrozen. We don't know for sure. I'm sure there might be something out there about it today. You can't trust these people with anything, with anything. I mean, look, this is the, the next thing of the Biden administration. Joe Biden's special envoy to Iran and principal architect on resurrecting the nuclear deal, which enriches Iran, right? That Trump took us out of, accused of sharing classified information with the Islamic regime. Here it appears Joe Biden's foreign policy truly is a disaster, is as disastrous as his domestic policy, only to be topped by his open border policy, which no one wants to talk about. House Republicans claim the U.S. Special Envoy to Iran, Robert Malley, may have had a compromising tie to the Iranian regime. Robert Malley, a deranged Trump hater, has already been suspended from his position within the Biden regime, so the Biden regime 
and were for, was forced to suspend this guy. The FBI is investigating him and whether or not he mishandled classified information. Did this guy give classified information to Iran? Representative Michael McCall from Texas told Republican, told Fox News on Thursday that Mali's security violations were so serious that he was suspended without pay and his security clearances were suspended as well. Mali was the Biden regime's Iran envoy during negotiations on restarting the Iran nuclear deal. Oh, so he probably had some sort of interest. He's the special envoy for Iran, the principal architect, the negotiator on the Iran deal to resurrect the Iran deal. And the concern is that we tried to get him before my committee to testify, this is Representative Michael McCall, to brief us on Iran, and he was basically AWOL. And then we found out that he was suspended without pay because he had problems with his security clearance. He had compromised classified information, we think, with Iran. And now there's a wider investigation into this. You can't make this stuff up. Between that and the $6 billion they pledged to put into Iran, the largest state sponsor of terror, all in the name of getting another Iran nuclear deal done, it's not acceptable to House Republicans. It shouldn't be acceptable to anybody. Yep. Biden's special Iran envoy suspended without pay. Security clearance is taken because he most likely did something not so good with a foreign country that hates America. And yes, that used to be called treason, jobs dead, 100%. It used to be called treason. But they kind of kind of just whitewashed that word, treason. Like, <laughs> treason, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. We'll blame it on Donald Trump. I mean, come on, man. <sighs> it's wild. Right before I get to the next couple things, we're an hour into the show. We're going to keep going a little bit because, again, it's Freedom Friday. We got a bunch going on. Hopefully, you'll stick around. But first, let's hear from the best cigar company in the country, in the world, the most patriotic cigar company in the country. My Patriot Cigars. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars. A premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. 
God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. Patriot Cigars, mypatriotcigars.com. Use promo code MAGA for 25% off. You'll get 25% off at mypatriotcigars.com if you use promo code MAGA. You'll also, on top of that, you'll get free shipping on orders over 100 bucks. We have gift cards. We have great merch, shirts, hats, other things. Actually, the hats are sold out, but they're coming. Got some other cool, awesome hats coming as well. So if you don't smoke and you want to help build the brand and support with some merch and some apparel, that's always encouraged. Promo code MAGA, 25% off MyPatriotCigars.com. And uh, they are great, great cigars. Literally a premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. And that's just not a tagline. That's the fucking truth. MyPatriotCigars.com. Promo code MAGA. Do it. Get them. Support the brand. And if you do, make sure you're taking pictures of your, you smoking the cigars and tagging the cigar company on Instagram at Patriot Cigar Company over on Instagram. So, all right. There is this now. I saw this, and there are two articles on it from Breitbart, and I thought it was very interesting. But I will say, the timing is just doesn't add up for me, okay? And I don't know if this is, listen, and I'm going to say this again. The whole war that's going on between Hamas and Israel, it sucks. Innocent people are dying because of it. The holy war, the Jews, the Zionists, Hamas, Palestine, Palestine, whatever it is, wherever you stand, I don't care, but I think... The most important thing is, if you're an American, you should be putting America first. We don't want our sons and daughters there fighting this ridiculous war that we shouldn't be involved in. And it's going to happen, unfortunately. And I, there's so much propaganda out there to, to work on the emotions on all sides, you know, Work on the emotions of Americans who support Israel. Work on the emotions of Americans who don't support Israel. Work on the emotions and the heartstrings of people that will accept and encourage and want American military to get involved, boots on the ground, which we should never want. We should never want. The warmongers want that. The warmongers in Congress want that. All the members of Congress that bought defense stocks want that. The insider training, trading. All of the military industrial complex, of course, wants that, along with the members of Congress that get enriched and get their war chests filled by the military industrial complex. Oh, good. Rocket, you got yours uh, yesterday. Good. Good, 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 good. Oh, Orange Men's in the chat. Another great show, the Orangeman Podcast. Yes, get yourself something nice. You deserve it. <laughs> In any case, this is interesting. Report, Hamas began planning attack on Israel two years ago after Afghanistan. That I do not doubt. I believe they're always in the planning of destroying Israel. Iran literally said it was it last year or so in their parliament, that they wanted the destruction of Iran, the annihilation of, of, of Israel, rather. Iran said this by 2040, I believe. Okay? So 
If you, so, Orange Man, if you're still in the chat, drop your Rumble link, your Rumble show link in the chat, if you're still here. I forget what it's exactly called, but drop it in the chat. And if it, once it's dropped in the chat, everyone at some point make a note to follow that Rumble channel along with AP Unfiltered. Make sure AP Unfiltered, you're dropping your Rumble channel in uh, in the chat. So Orange Man, drop your Rumble link in the chat. AP Unfiltered, drop your Rumble link in the chat. And I encourage everybody to go follow their channels as well. Great people, great patriots, great shows. So do it. Don't be a fucking fed. All right. So we, we, know, we know we know that they're always constantly planning the attack on Israel. They're constantly planning the attack on America. They want to kill Americans. They want to kill Jews. They want to kill everybody. They want to kill everybody. It's the day of jihad, Friday the 13th, the day of jihad. So this is like two articles. I have a second one too. It, it's just interesting. Massive protests erupting at the Jordanian border. Eh, fuck them too. Hamas began planning Saturday's terrorist attacks across Israel two years ago, according to an interview Sunday by a senior Hamas official. Senior Hamas official Ali Baraka told Russia Today on Sunday via the Middle East Media Research Institute that Hamas had been secretly planning the invasion of southern Israel for two years. I think longer. What, why all this information, though? which would mean after President Joe Biden took office and after the disastrous, deadly U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. <clears throat> yes, make sure you, you throw those links in the chat. Yep, massive buildup of Hezbollah forces on the Lebanese border. They're going to get it on the front. There you go, Orange Man's Rumble Channel and AP Unfiltered. Please go follow them. Great, great people, great friends, great patriots. We have been preparing for this Two years, we have local factories for everything. Listen, I'm going to read it. I can't stand these ads with somebody scrubbing their toe fungus, and I can't, I can't get rid of those ads. Like, come on, Breitbart, I'm not giving you money. So it's, it's so aggravating. We have been preparing for this for two years. We have local factories for everything. We have rockets with ranges of 250 kilometers, 160 kilometers, 80 kilometers, 45, all of these rockets. He said in October 8th, 2023, Russia Today interview, just a few days ago. We have factories for mortars and their shells. We have factories for manufacturing B-7 and B-10 guns and their shells. We have factories for manufacturing Kalashnikov rifles and their bullets. We have a Russian license to produce Kalashnikov bullets in Gaza, he added. Baraka said Hamas was assisted by Iran, a claim for which the Biden administration it lacks direct evidence. Our allies are those that support us with weapons and money. First and foremost, it is Iran that is giving us money and weapons. There is also Hezbollah and the Arab and Islamic people who are standing by us, he said. Barack also indicated Hamas wanted to carry out a prisoner swap with the U.S. as the Biden administration recently did with Iran, releasing $6 billion and dollars and five Iranians held in the U.S. in exchange for five Americans being held in Iran. There are also prisoners in the U.S. We want them, of course. There are Hamas members sentenced for life in the U.S. We want them too, of course. We demand that the U.S. free our sons from prisons. The U.S. conducts prisoner swaps. Only recently, it did one with Iran. Why wouldn't it conduct a prisoner swap with us? After all, it is participating in this war, Baraka said. 
Biden, the highest authority in the U.S., declared that he stands with Israel against Hamas and the Palestinian people. Therefore, he is a partner of, to this aggression. He must pay the price, he said. He bragged that only a limited number of Hamas leaders knew about the coming attack and that the group intentionally projected a rational image to world to hide its plans. We made them think that Hamas was busy with governing Gaza and that it wanted to focus on the 2.5 million Palestinians in Gaza and has abandoned the resistance altogether, he said. All the while under the table, Hamas was preparing for this big attack. The Zero Hour has kept com was kept completely secret, he said, adding, the number of people who knew about the attack and its timing could be counted on one hand. Baraka expressed surprise in a separate interview at how the terrorist group was able to kidnap and slaughter so many, telling the Associated Press. We were surprised by this great collapse. We were planning to make some gains and take prisoners to exchange them. This army was a paper tiger, he said. Now, a source told Al Monitor, I guess that's a news outlet, that the original plan had been to kill some Israelis, embarrass the IDF, and return to Gaza with two or three kidnapped Israelis. Well, that blew out of proportion, didn't it? Instead, they roamed inside Israel for more than a day, killing over 1,000 Israelis and getting stuck with something like 200 abductees, the source told the outlet. Their success surprised them too. So back to this. This is photos. Hamas attack manual discovered. This is what I'm 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 just very leery on. Okay. So this is we'll go to the tweet. Photos. Hamas attack manual discovered. Plan for raid hostages since 2022. And actually, I could bring it right here because here we go. This is the other article when I said it was like a two article deal. Photos, Hamas attack manual discovered, plan for raid hostages, hostages since 2022. You know, do you, do you think, I, I just find the timing weird that this is coming out now. I, I just do. Lebanon is how Iran gets into the war. Oh, maybe publicly, but they're already in the war. Breaking from Laura Loomer. I'll check the DM in a minute. Hey, Alan, I believe Trump had the script to this war. It's the reason they raided his house. I don't know. I don't know. Do you think if he had it, he would withhold it? Do you think if Donald Trump had this, somehow it was leaked to him, that he would have withheld it? I don't think he would have withheld it. I think he would have said, hey, look, look at this. I don't know. I don't know if I, if I agree with that, Rocket, but... I get what you're saying. And my dog barking in the background. He's such a dick. Hamas attack manual. Yeah. A manual reportedly used by Palestinian Hamas terrorists has been discovered by first responders in a Toyota pickup truck used in Saturday's attack on Israel. So let me get this straight. This pickup truck that was used in Saturday's attack on Israel had this how-to, like a cookbook, that that's what we had? That that's what we had. Like the how-to? I just, I just, it doesn't it sound odd? They're carrying around this, this very well put together manual. Dating to October 2022, the operational document includes plans for a raid on Israeli towns near Gaza, including details about breaching the border fence and about expected Israeli defenses. The plan also called for taking 
prisoners, soldiers, residents, and hostages for negotiations. The plan was circulated Thursday by South First Responders on Telegram. Look at these photos. How they're 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 just graphs and put together. They're color coded. The manuals printed neatly, well-organized, color-coded charts. Aside from kidnapping, it does not specifically include plans for murder, mutilation, or other atrocities, such as were allegedly witnessed and continue to be discovered in Israeli communities. However, it includes plans for kidnapping civilians as well as soldiers, a violation of the international laws of armed conflict. What do we think about this? The fact that the manual is dated October 2022, a full year before the attack on Saturday, October 7th, suggests that Hamas has been planning the attack for a long time, likely with assistance, funding, and equipment from Iran and Afghanistan with the Taliban with all of the equipment that we left there. The Taliban has come out in in public support of what is going on against Israel. Yeah. A senior Hamas official told Russia today on Sunday, again, we just saw that, that Hamas had been planning the attack for two years and was surprised by its success. The official also said that the scale of killing and hostage-taking was far greater than the group had anticipated, as will be the likely Israeli response. On Thursday, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu delivered a speech in the, in the Kiznet in which He reiterated his promise from the day before to wipe Hamas off the face of the earth. Israeli forces are massed on the Gaza border for a ground invasion. I mean, look at this thing. You got just very well put together and well done. Like they had some sort of assistance. I don't know. These cave dwelling goat fuckers have this ability to have this done and printed like this. Who helped them? I don't know. What do you think of this? I want to know what you think of this whole Hamas attack manual. Kineset. I don't really care if I pronounced it wrong. Fuck them. But thank you. (laughs) I like that. That's great. You went and put it in there phonetically for me. (laughs) Kineset. How about fuck themselves? Let's pronounce it that way. Anyway. There was an informant that wore a wire in the audio. You can hear Trump talking about classified documents of the planned war with Iran that Milley was pushing for. I I don't know. 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 It's, there's a lot of information out there. This is fishy. The, The manual is there. Only one manual was found. Can we find other ones? And it was just in some Toyota pickup truck that was used for this raid. I mean, it's a bit wild. But you know what? You know what? Neither here nor there. There's so much propaganda going on. So much propaganda. So much. You don't know what to believe. You don't know what not to believe. Everything is fishy. The bottom line is America first. We have this tremendous open border. And now more than ever is uh, there's no there there's no good enough reason now more than ever to shut this border down. But not only shut this border is our military, National Guard, federal law enforcement, whatever it is, should be hunting down. And they're not hard to find because there are so many of them. Military-aged men, fighting-age men, apprehending them, 
and getting them the hell out of the country, deporting them out of the country. That's what needs to happen. But it won't. It won't. Because that is what our administration wants. Just head in the sand. Head in the sand. Justin, the Israeli army, we are moving more reinforcements to the north, preparing for potential ground offense from Lebanon. Yeah, that was talked about yesterday too, actually. And yeah, they're all, listen, let them all 40 years since the Yom Kippur, 1973, same day. Let them all blow each other up. You know what? I, they're all, whatever. Biggest, biggest thing, biggest thing of the day, though, is the tremendous support surge that the big bad orange man, Donald Trump, the 45th president, is receiving. This is big. Huge. Latest Rasmussen poll shows 30% of Democrats, at least somewhat likely, I love that wording. It's better than no. At least somewhat likely to vote for Donald Trump and 50% of black voters. Now, I would be happy with Donald Trump receiving between 15 and 20% of the black vote, okay? That would be just tremendous because if that happened, the election is over. The election is over. Plus the amount of Democrats that are saying that they cannot vote Democrat again for what the Biden regime has done to the economy that directly affected their lives. So whether it's 30% of Democrats, listen, I would take 15% of Democrats that say, fuck this, I'm voting Republican, I'm not voting blue no matter who, my life has been directly affected to it directly affected from the Biden administration. A Rasmussen poll conducted from October 2nd to the 4th, 2023, shows a widening lead for President Trump in 2024 election. The poll revealed that 38% of voters are very likely to vote for President Trump and 15% somewhat likely for a total of 53%. But the shocking numbers from the poll show that President Trump is breaking barriers that traditionally thwart GOP presidential candidates. 30% of Democrats are at least somewhat likely to vote Trump, with 19% very likely. By comparison, President Trump only received 5% of the Democrat vote in 2016. If Donald Trump received 10% of the Democrat vote in 2024 and 15% of the black vote in 2024, it is over. It is over. The issue is the independence. I'm going to get into that in a little bit. The independents, we need independents. We need independent voters. And I'm hoping independents are getting their head out of their asses and saying, we're being affected. Our lives are being affected. The economy sucks. Administration sucks. Foreign and domestic policy sucks. We need to vote Republican. A poll revealed 55% support amongst voters age 18 to 39, an often difficult demographic for Republican candidates, and 54% among 40 to 64-year-olds Voters 65 and up came up came in at 47%. Perhaps the most shocking number is the black vote with 50% at least somewhat likely to vote for President Trump and only 46% not likely at all. 
in 2020, Biden won 87% of the black vote. I don't know. 87%? I don't know. Among voters labeled as other, Trump is up with 52% at least somewhat likely to vote for him. Now, we've had we've seen a lot of black entertainers, rappers, whatever you want to call them, prominent black figures have come out, denounced that Trump is racist, and they ha- even have said, They only labeled Trump a racist when he decided to run as a Republican and that he won, or he's not a racist at all. It's all propaganda. It's all bullshit, which we know because we know of all the stories and of the stories that were not told and some were told of all the things that Donald Trump has done in his lifetime as a real estate mogul to help employ and gift blacks money, business opportunities, and jobs. So- With all of that and the buzz that's going around and those people wearing shirts, blacks for Trump and other T-shirts that are very hilarious to to see and and read, there is a big influx in black support for Donald Trump. We can't deny that. We need more of it. I'm the type of person in politics where I'll say, hey, this is great. We're ahead 40 points, whatever, whatever, however many points. I always have it in the back of my head. I want to operate and act like we're always down 20 points. Like we are down 20 points. I don't want anyone to get complacent. I don't want anyone to get comfortable. You can't get complacent and comfortable. This is the most important election of our lifetime right now. And do I think he's going to get 50% of the black vote? No. No, I don't. I think he's going to get a large percentage of the black vote. I just want to, I want to see 15, 18% of the black vote. That's what I want to see. That's, that's tremendous. The poll also asked about the effect of his choice of vice president. This is interesting. Specifically, whether choosing a woman, a black person, or a non-politician would make them more likely to vote Trump. A majority of those polled, 57%, said the vice president choice would not make much difference. However, voters aged 18 to 39 were an outlier with only 27% saying it didn't make much difference. In that group, 24% and 23% said a woman or a black person would make them more likely to vote for President Trump, respectively. I, I'm to the point now where I'm not really interested in who the vice president is. Um, I just, it, they're there. It's, it's not, it's so shadowed, and it would be so shadowed in a Trump presidency unless he drops dead, of course. But if Trump gets 20% of the black vote, I don't see how he can lose because that comes directly from those who usually vote Democrat. Agreed. And I even think that percentage might be a little lower, AP. I think 15%, 12 to 15%, he gets that, and it's a wash. And yes, black Americans are waking up to the pandering and the real racism from the left and realizing that they've been exploited for so long, for generations, that they're tired of it. They're getting nothing out of it but shit neighborhoods and shit crime and shit policies that enable the crime and everything else. Because this poll was conducted between October 2nd and 4th, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s official announcement to run as an independent had not been yet made, although it was being widely reported at the end of September that he would. Analysts are up in the air about whether the lifelong Democrat running as an independent would have a great greater impact on Biden or Trump. 
The poll also doesn't factor in the shocking attack by Hamas against Israel just a month after Joe Biden declared he would unfreeze $6 billion in Iranian funds. Donald, Donald Trump is doing very well in the polls. Everywhere. Everywhere. He's even, here you go. New polls show Trump beating Biden in key battleground states. New polling is filled with good news for Trump and Trump supporters. Trump is leading Joe Biden in the key battleground states of Pennsylvania and Michigan. People have become skeptical of polling and for good reasons, but when you consider that Trump carried these states in 2016, it takes on a new significance. So that is great. Battleground states, very needed, and he's leading Joe Biden. New polling shows President Joe Biden losing to former President Donald Trump in swing states. Trump is up nine points over Biden in Pennsylvania, according to an Emerson College poll conducted early this month. In Michigan this month, a poll commissioned by an in-state consulting firm had Trump up seven points over Joe Biden. The Pennsylvania data show Trump with 45% support to Biden's 36%. 11% of respondents said they will vote for someone else, and 8% are undecided. It's those 8% that are important. Those eight, that 8% eight that's undecided. In Michigan, Trump had 42%. Trump, uh, Biden, 35 20% of those asked said they'll vote for someone else, and 3% declined to pick a candidate. 20% in Michigan said they'll vote for someone else. Is there still time to win their votes? It's, it's important stuff. Now, back to... It's a tight race between Biden and Trump. We know that. And now... Bring in RFK Jr. And I'm going to be clear about this again. I'm tired of hearing, well, Trump supporters are going to go vote for Trump regardless. It's not the argument here, people. And I'm so tired on Twitter when I put out the tweet about RFK taking votes away from Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Yeah, RFK will take Democrat votes away from Joe Biden. He will. He will. RFK is a leftist. He's a progressive. He's a fucking commie piece of shit garbage that wants your guns and wants to backpedal and say, oh, no, I didn't mean to say the NRA was a terrorist organization. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. But here's the vote steal is going to be insane. Well, uh, listen, we all have to do our part and make sure people are getting out and not voting on the day. We have to embrace the early voting. We have to. We have to play by their game. But the RFK Jr. thing does throw a wrench in everything, running as an independent, because it gives independents that choice. It's there in front of their face, where if they hate Donald Trump, but they despise Joe Biden, you know what? In their minds, independents, I'm going to do the lesser of two evils, and I'm going to go with the independent candidate, RFK Jr., RFK Jr.'s campaign needs to be annihilated off, off the ballot. It needs to be destroyed. He's garbage. I don't care he spoke bad about Fauci and the COVID vaccines. It's the only thing he did to appeal to conservatives. But the Democrats like him. Some Democrats like him, the moderates, because, well, he still leans. You know, he loved Hillary Clinton, loved Barack Obama, supported the New Green Deal wants to jail climate uh, deniers, wants to take your guns. He's not anti-vaccine, by the way. 
there was a speaking event or his wife or something like that where they demanded that everyone who attended be vaccinated. Give me a break. Again, I'm not talking about Trump supporters taking votes away as Trump supporters. I wish people would stop saying that. Trump needs independence. I don't know why people are not getting this. Trump needs independence to vote for him. Independents now have a choice, a third choice. One that's not a nobody. So again, it gives them the option. The option is a problem. So stop saying it's not going to be a problem for Trump supporters and stop saying it's going to take more away from Biden than Trump. I'm talking about independents, not talking about Democrats. I'm not talking about Republicans. I'm talking about independents. If people can't understand that, then you don't understand politics. It's, and it's such a simple thing to understand. RFK Jr. is a problem. If he, he's an independent now, he's running as an independent third party. It's a problem. And again, here's something else. Somebody will say, but RFK doesn't have a pathway to get the to, to become president. No shit. He's a vote split. It's done by design and on purpose. He's working with Democrats. He knows he cannot be president of the United States. He's not a stupid man, but he knows he can prevent Donald Trump from becoming president. RFK does not like Donald Trump. So enough that there's enough independence where they can split the vote. And here's the thing. There are Republicans that would vote for RFK Jr. Make no mistake. There are. Not every Republican is a Trump supporter. That's a third choice. I know Republicans. I know many Republicans, unfortunately, that would vote RFK over Donald Trump. Take that into consideration. Stop with the Donald Trump doesn't have a problem. Every day, Donald Trump has a problem. Do you realize the weight of the problems that are on MAGA and America First and Donald Trump? Do you realize it? Because if you don't, start realizing it. Here's another one. Everyone wants to have this complacent attitude. And I'm, but I'm right there. I'm right there with you. Donald Trump's going to be the 47th president of the United States. That's, that's how I think. However, I also think we have a long road ahead of us. And that's why I say I'm still going to think like we're 20 points behind, no matter what polls say. And you have to. There are a ton of Republicans that will vote for RFK Jr. He will not be president. He will split the vote enough because these sick progressive Democrats will vote blue no matter who. And that is the fucking problem with the Republicans. There's no unity. The party is fractured. They moderate Republicans hate MAGA Republicans. And it's our party to take. The biggest, Donald Trump has had the biggest uphill battle of any United States president in history. 100%. A lot of independents will vote for RFK, Laura Ann. 
and a lot of Republicans would too. You should be, I don't know, maybe be equal worried. Not that RFK will be president, but take away enough from Donald Trump when it's game time because that's, that's your option. That's the option. Because now people have to say, normies will say, well, Donald Trump is probably going to go to jail. He's going to be found guilty and he's not going to be able to be president and I don't want Joe Biden so I'm going to vote for RFK because he spoke bad about Dr. Fauci and COVID jabs shut the fuck up get off your asses and campaign and vote for Donald Trump how about this they say vote blue no matter who Now, I don't mean this across the board. I'm saying this specifically for Donald Trump. Donald Trump is going to be the Republican nominee. Once Donald Trump is the Republican nominee, the attitude amongst every Republican and independent should be vote red or we're dead. Donald Trump is the Republican nominee. And I'm not talking about red down the line because fuck these members of Congress, half of them. I'm talking about after the primary. Donald Trump is the Republican. Then it's vote red or we're fucking dead. You have RFK sitting there. Hopefully he doesn't go all the way through. And and but as of right now, what's stopping him? A heroin addict. Recovering heroin addict. Yeah, I don't want someone like that. <laughs> As president, I don't want a commie leftist progressive as president claiming they're an independent. He's not an independent. He's running as an independent. He's a fucking Democrat. He's a gun grabbing, climate change loving Democrat. Hates you as a Republican. But I'm going to write this book about Dr. Fauci so Republicans like me. So. Get your heads out of your asses and get on board with destroying this commie fucks campaign any way possible. Dilly Meme Team's on it already. And I'm going to continue to do whatever I can to make sure people know, Republicans and independents, that this motherfucker is a sick progressive Democrat disguising himself as an independent to fool Republicans because he wrote a book about Fauci and spoke bad about COVID jabs and big pharma. Look at me, Republicans. I grifted off of you with my fucking book, which is a great book. I'm not saying the book is wrong or the book was lies. Of course, Dr. Fauci should be swinging from a fucking tree. Imagine if I was on YouTube right now, the YouTube alarms would be going off. And RFK grifted off of that Because I'm going to run for president. I want Republicans to like me. (laughs) The fuck out of here. Give me a break. Will you please? Will you please? RFK is a problem. RFK is a problem for everybody. And if you refuse to see it, you are part of the problem. Big time. Do 20 minutes of research on Robert F. Kennedy. And then take that research and show it to every moderate Republican and independent that you know. Because there are so many things out there that he has said that he's trying to backtrack on because he's running as an independent, wants to appeal to moderate Democrats and moderate Republicans. Fuck these people. That needs to be a shirt. That 
fuck these people. That's it. It, it, It's, it's a fact. And now that I'm all fired up, don't be a fed and hit the thumbs up. I get, I get fired up because I don't want anyone to take this the wrong way. I just have this disdain and it's not a matter of agreeing with the opinion. It's no, your fucking opinion is wrong. Your outlook is wrong. It's fucking stupid. And I can't tolerate stupid people. Everything is a threat to Donald Trump's campaign. Upward battle. Everything is a threat. Don't be complacent. And that is the problem is so many people will be complacent. I don't know if Hillary endorsed RFK. RFK endorsed Hillary. RFK fundraised for Hillary. He voted for Obama. Like, these are, these are things he's done. Things that he said, it's all there out in the open. You just got to do a little keyboard dancing on the Google machine to find it. That's right. It's whatever. Start kicking them in the balls. All of them. Everyone. Everyone. And kicking down the doors of these moderates and independents and tell them RFK Jr. is a commie and independent clothing. He's a commie, progressive, and independent clothing. Yeah, consider subscribing $5 a month to the Rumble channel. That money, again, will go towards good things like the January 6th Christmas gift cards and other things that uh, good funds to fund. Maybe we'll do uh, the Tunnel for Towers. Maybe we'll do first responder stuff, military stuff. Again, that money will be always be used for, for great things. I can even take that money and throw it into facilitating cigars going overseas or around the country for um, deployed service members. We could do. Uh, I have to. I have to start vetting more some of these veteran organizations. You know, some of them I wanted to get involved with, and I'm just like, ah, something just tells me there's something not right here. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like it. But we'll do that. Hit the hit the thumbs up. It's Freedom Friday. We're going to be back tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern with James Curry. We'll do memes of the week and a bunch of other stuff. And uh, that's really, that's really all I, I got. I had some other stuff, but you know what? The good note that we're going to end on is Donald Trump will be the 47th president of the United States. However, it's the fight for our lives to make that happen. And we can have a level of confidence that's going to happen. I just don't want people to get lost in all of these poll numbers. Just realize what polls are. They're polling a small number of people during a few days, in and out and done. Twitter is not the electorate. Polls are not the complete electorate. We have a lot of work to do. A lot of work to do. And I am confident he's going to pull through the primary and become the Republican nominee. I'm not confident that the RNC is not going to fuck with him. I'm not confident that other bad things are going to come down the pipe to prevent him from becoming president 
because that's the world we live in and that's the government we currently have in charge of our great republic. It's not making it so great. And we have wars and we have desperate people that are willing to do desperate things. But yes, I am all about the revenge tour 2024. I am all about the revenge presidency. I am all about the presidency that it, the president that's going to bring us retribution. That is what we need. That is what we want. Anyone who tells you they don't agree with that is a fucking pussy. It's time to man up, boys and girls. And it's time to get the job done. Get Donald Trump in the White House. And then we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And we'll figure it out together because we will all have a seat at the table. Because Donald Trump, I believe, will put us on the path to at least start fixing this broken country that we live in that only took them less than three years to just about completely fucking destroy. And it is disgraceful. Revenge tour 2024. Donald Trump is not a racist. <laughs> Donald Trump is, he's, he's what's needed. He is what's needed. And we have to, it's like, listen, you, you got to be a good salesman. Unfortunately, people, pe people need it. Pe pe people need to be sold, unfortunately. Unfortunately, that, that just, it, it, it has to happen. I'm going to end with a, uh, another little, another little video. Just thought it was great. I think MAGA Devil Dog put this together. Donald Trump's not a racist, people. How about Donald Trump being racist until he ran for president and won? Everybody, they, they like Donald Trump. As soon as he ran for president, because people don't like the truth. Crooked cowards. 100%. Get the world they all love them. I can run a nation from incarceration. 30 years is what I'm facing. But give me seven C's and 11 G's. I make enough cheese to bring Wall Street to its knees. Please, I got enough guns to fill the Empire State building full of woods. Go to school is what you tell us. But in school, you're scared of the good fellas. We got the yay, yo. You can just say no, but nobody makes a move a joke. I say so. That's how it is. That's how it's going to be, kids. When you grow up, who the fuck you want to be, little guppies? Donald Trump is what Americans love. Donald Trump is what Americans aspire to be. Rich, powerful. Do what you want to do, say what you want to say, be how you want to be. Is that so bad? Is that so bad? Trump 2024, bitches. This is what we need. We need the retribution. We need the revenge tour 2024. We need Donald Trump in the White House. We all see through the bullshit. We know the real deal. And it's our jobs to make sure everyone else sees through the bullshit that the Biden regime and the Democrats and the uniparty Republicans and some other shit Republicans, they're all the same. When they're saying bad things about Donald Trump, 
Well, there's a reason these cucks don't want Donald Trump in the Oval Office. They've already shown their cards. They're terrified. And they know their shit. And they know what's coming. Revenge, retribution, and the American people being in the driver's seat once again. We the people. And Donald Trump is going to be the one that makes it happen. All right, everybody. Freedom Friday. I'll be back tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern with that bearded fuck co-host of mine, James Curry. Memes of the week, other stuff tonight. And uh, if I don't see you tonight in the chat, which you really have no excuse not to be there, but you should be. But if I don't, I'll see you Monday morning, bright and early, 8 a.m. Eastern. If I don't see you, have a great weekend. Naga hat stays on. See you later. 